Hello and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor radio program and podcast. Always great guests and we have one coming up right now, so stay tuned. Well, hello everyone. My name is John Paul. I'm the host of the uh, Car Doctor radio program and president of the New England Motor Press Association. And Ford is having a birthday celebration of sorts. The Ford Mustang is... uh, now 58 years old and with us is uh jim owens he is the marketing manager for mustang and you're you're appropriately attired in your in your cobra shirt um <laughs> tell us tell us about the uh the anniversary of the mustang when it first came out in uh what was it 1964 when it came out right yep april 17th 1964 new york world's fair um unveiled the mustang and as we like to say, you know, it changed the sports car segment forever. Um, you know, that was a vehicle, you know, the Ford Fairlane Committee, Lee Iacocca and the folks that were developing it back in the day, really wanted to develop a vehicle that was built for the open road, right? The, that built for that freedom and enjoyment of car driving that was a little bit different, you know, from the generations previously. And that's where the Mustang was born from. And you know, we think that it still continues and, you know, the owners groups and the clubs that, that, that attend it, we think that we're continuing to deliver that freedom from April 17th of 1964 through this year and its 58th birthday. Well, it's interesting. I was at a car show this week and there was a 65 Mustang, pretty, pretty basic car, uh, right next to a, um, Cobra replica. And the Mustang was getting as much attention as this, you know, uh, uh, big block side oiler, extremely <laughs> loud car, which was, which was sort of interesting. And I think a lot of it is, you know, people look at the, you know, especially the, the mid sixties Mustangs, it brings back a lot of memories, uh, depending on your age, whether it's a car that maybe you wanted and you couldn't afford. Uh, but certainly those cars still, uh, you look at the styling of, of the Mustang and it's, it's a style that still holds today. Yeah. And it's, it's been consistent through the years, even, you know, through the Mustang two generation, you know, when back when the fuel <laughs> in the seventies, yep. when, you know, we started you know, gas lines and that type. Um, but it, we think that that there is a consistent core of a Mustang design that it needs to be there to be part of the Mustang family. And today, even from the Mustang Mach-E, you know, to the Shelby GT500, the Mach-1, and, you know, some of the the really cool packages that we've released this year for the 22 model year, we think it keeps that core. And those car show attendees and the people who, you know, build their lives around their cars, we think that they have an ownership in that brand as well. And we continue to deliver with design that is, you know, current day design, but has that hardcore principles, you know, from that front sloping hood and the short wheel base coming over the top of that front wheel and the pony tri bars on the back and that aggressive athletic haunch. You know, we think all those things have been consistent. And, you know, the Ford design team continues to design those vehicles, you know, that help us be, you know, this year, the seventh year in a row, the best selling sports coupe globally. 
And let's let's talk about the Mustang for a little bit and some of the performance packages. Uh, I, you know, I was talking to people at the New York Auto Show, and of course, electric electrification is the hot topic right now. But internal combustion is not dead; it's not going to be dead for a long time. And internal combustion performance cars are still there, and Mustang sort of leads the pack with that, right? Yeah, I mean, from our, you know, EcoBoost, our four-cylinder, you know, that has over 300 horsepower, um, you know, all the way to the Shelby GT500 that is the 5.2 supercharged that's 760 horsepower. Um, you know, Carol Shelby back in the day, you know, didn't sit there and say, you know, my name is Carol Shelby and internal combustion engine performance is my business, right? What he said yeah. is performance is his business. And, you know, the technology evolves. Um, but that's also, you know, when we launched the Gen 5 Mustang, right, in, in 05, our V8, our 4.6 liter, had 300 horsepower. And we were extremely, you know, pleased with that. And so was the community. You know, right now, our EcoBoost four-cylinder that delivers 23 miles per gallon highway is over 310 horsepower out of that. All of that technology and development you know, the, the technological advances that the engineering community has made from the 60s, all of that is into those current Mustangs that we have today. And, you know, we continue to deliver, you know, that Shelby GT500 literally is a sub, a sub 11 second quarter mile car out of the dealership. So that performance is still there. And the men and women of the Ford Performance and Mustang teams are continuing to develop the technology to deliver that performance. And speaking of technology, I'm willing to bet you could take 50 new Mustangs, start them all up and let them run. And there would probably be less emissions coming out of those, those 50 cars than there was out of that 1965 Mustang. <laughs> I don't know the math behind it, but it has become, you know, it, it's not, it, it has become substantially more efficient. And in that efficiency, obviously, you know, you reduce the CO2. I mean, you know, my girlfriend's son has an 06 Mustang uh, that he drives and it's 435 horsepower, right? And it's got the Ford racing parts in it and he does a lot of work on it. And, you know, that car from 05, you know, which was Gen 5 to today, Gen 6 Mustang, you know, the fuel economy and the efficiency associated with that has improved. And that's just from 2005. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that, that is making a difference and still delivering that performance and feeling that Mustang customers want. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the, you mentioned the Mustang two era, which, you know, to some <laughs> Mustang enthusiasts might've been a little dark time for Mustang, although you did have Charlie's angels driving them. So, you know, that yep. maybe that, maybe that did help. I have a picture on my wall of the white with blue stripe with uh, uh, Farrah Fawcett Major sitting on the top of it. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, you remember those years fondly. Now, that still continued. I mean, if you go to the auctions, like, you know, Barrett Jackson was just down in Florida last weekend. The Mustang 2s are making a comeback. Um, the Fox body, the, the generation what we call the Fox body. You know, those are starting to, you know, come into vogue from a collector standpoint. And that was an evolution from that Mustang, too. So, you know, 58 years and all the generations, Mustang fans are proud of all of the cars, but more specifically, their favorite. And, you know, we do enough in the personalization space that each of them, each customer can pretty much make it their own Mustang. And then that becomes their favorite. 
Yeah, it's. I remember years and years ago talking to How Tai Tang about what he remembered when he was when he was a kid, and he remembers seeing his first Mustang, and he said, "You know, yeah, yeah, I, I want, I want to go to work for Ford, you know, because because of that Mustang." And it really is the idea that you know, I think whether it's a Mustang from the '60s, '70s, or '80s, it really brings you back. It's like it's it's somewhat kind of like hearing your favorite song or smelling something that's cooking and it kind of brings you back to a certain time it does the same thing and the idea that you know 58 years of mustang is pretty phenomenal each one of those unlock that feeling of freedom that allows you and when you talk about how you know for him as a kid you know and he was the chief on the gen 5 like I worked with him when we launched the five, the, the, the Gen 5 Mustang, and he was the chief at the time. So that unlocks that sense of freedom that you can display not only around your car, but in the things that you do in life. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and again, it, you know, whether you go to car shows and look at brand new Ford Mustangs or you look at old Ford Mustangs, people still walk by, they stop, they look, they ask questions. And the idea of, you know, this 58 year continuance of the vehicle. And right now, whether it's the four cylinder, which you kind of think of four cylinder engines. And like you pointed out, 300 plus horsepower to the four cylinder engine with a light front end, all of a sudden that becomes a car that is very nicely balanced because of, because of the, the weight, weight of the engine versus, versus the vehicle. And, and, you know, right up to, right up to 700 and how many horsepower? 760 on the GT 500. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that EcoBoost that you're talking about, we have a high performance package version of it, which was the Focus RS motor um, that we turned sideways, right? Cause you know, the Focus RS was all wheel drive torque vectored uh, Mustangs rear wheel drive. So we took it, the engineers took it, that motor made it rear wheel drive basically took more than 200 pounds off the front end on a 335 horsepower, 350 foot pounds of torque with that lighter front end. And that car becomes just an incredible like time attack car, um, you know, road course car. It's, it's unbelievable. And yeah, that technology makes that well-balanced and, you know, driving fun on, you know, route one north of Boston up into, up into New Hampshire and Maine or on the West coast from, you know, LA all the way up to Oregon. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty amazing technology. And, and I've said, I've said this a couple of times to anybody who listen, you know, we, we talk about the early 1900s as the golden age of the automobile. I think, I think now is the golden age of the automobile, whether it's, you know, and we'll use Mustang for an example, that four cylinder turbocharged Mustang that puts out 300 horsepower, 760 horsepower out of a big supercharged V8 or incredible performance out of the Mustang Mach-E. Yeah. And that Mustang Mach-E, I mean, it's, you know, there, there's some of the enthusiast community that didn't understand it, but when we, we change hearts and minds one lap at a time, that Mach-E Mustang Mach-E GT package performance package has Brembo calipers, performance tires. It has Magnaride suspension. It is faster zero to 60 than my GT500. So it delivers that performance that a Mustang customer expects 
and you know every Mustang should have a Shelby version of it, right? And even the 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 group at Shelby American at SEMA this year unveiled a Shelby GT Mach E that has you know like you're talking about seeing the Cobra there at the car show. You think of like that old GT40 deep hood scoop. It's got that in there that is functional to deliver air and downforce and reduce lift. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty amazing. And and I will admit, I'm one of the people that, and maybe it's generational, you know, to me, a Mustang couldn't have four doors and be a hatchback. But the more I drove that car and the more I looked for the Mustang detail, personally, I would have liked it if you just called it a Mach-E. I would have been perfectly happy with that. But, uh, but the idea that you look at the lights and you look at the fender design and you look at the performance of the vehicle and, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it is just uh, it is a pretty amazing vehicle. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, it it's, has those design cues from a Mustang as well. Like, you know, a, a, an electric vehicle, you know, does not need that cooling opening grill up, you know, where the normal radiator is on an internal combustion engine, right? Because the battery pack sits below, it balances the weight 50-50, but you still have on that the big Mustang pony on that grill to give you those appearance characteristics that drive that feeling of freedom, which is why it's a great member of the Mustang family. Yeah, really. It, it really is. And again, it took me a little, like you said, you're changing, you're changing minds and, you know, one lap at a time. It took me a few laps around to be able to (laughs) be able to (laughs) embrace it. But I I started to do that. Um, So as, as we, uh, you know, as we move forward, you know, two more years will be the 60th anniversary of the Mustang. Who knows what's going to happen then, right? Absolutely. You know, what we know is that with the new packages that we've released this year, um, I think we're demonstrating that we're continuing to invest in the Mustang community. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say one of my favorite packages up to this point was the Bullet Mustang. I just, I really like the looks, the stance, everything on that vehicle, um, just look proportioned everything looked just right on that car you and you knew it was a bullet right like you knew that that car was a bullet regardless of the deep highland green color that is you know synonymous with it it just you know you can picture you know from the movie (laughs) the the the, you know steve mcqueen walking out of the cornfield and driving that car so yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah it it really is and it had it had a great sound. And, and I think maybe that's one of the electric vehicle parts that's missing is that great performance sound, not obnoxious, just right. And that's, I, I think that's what makes, makes Mustang, you know, that icon it is today. Yeah, it is. And, and that, you know, we've spent lots of time um, on the Mustangs through the years. So I've worked on the program on, on around performance in Mustang since 2000. Um, I worked for Carol Shelby directly for four years, left Ford and went to work for Carol, then came back. And each time, whether it's either the Shelby pre and post title vehicles that the Shelby American crew does, or, you know, the Mustangs that the Ford team does directly, we spend a lot of time in dwell patterns of exhaust and, you know, to get that exhaust note just right. And so that the 2022 Mach 1 while it has the same size exhaust tips as the GT500, has a unique and distinct different sound that is part of the visceral package that is Mustang. 
Yeah, really, really, really an amazing car and great history with the vehicle that it's been around as long. And I hope it's around another 58 years. You and me both. It was so good talking with you today. So good talking to you, Jim. Take care and thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Car Doctor Radio podcast. And remember, you can always listen live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on North Shore 104.9. Until next time, wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives.